0: Why? Why do people compromise on what they want in life?
1: As unfortunate as it is to say this, compromise is a learned behavior. We are taught that expectations are dangerous. People are really still believing that if you have an expectation for your life or if you move beyond further than the people around you, that somehow that's going to be dangerous. And it is dangerous because there's pressure to remain, to be inside of the tribe. And that tribe could be your family. It could be your coworkers. It could be people you hang out with on the weekend. doesn't matter what the tribe is. There's this sort of unsaid rule that you should not go too far. And so if you want to be in a relationship or if you want to be in a friendship or if you want to be in the group, whatever group that is, you kind of learn to conform and conformity is rewarded. But I will tell you this, all of the advancements that have come in our whole life as human beings have come because there's been individuals who've decided that they want to do things differently And that's the reason why we have things like the iPhone or any other computer we can even take for granted that we fly where we want to go today. Well, once upon a time, the people who created those things were stepping outside of the lines. And so compromise is not something that we're born with. I believe that every child has a unique blueprint for their life, and the proof of that is their fingerprint.
0: What are your thoughts on the inner child? Most of the
1: time when we hear the word inner child, we usually think of something that's related to crisis or some type of healing that we're trying to take place or we want to take place in our lives, specifically as adults. So when you hear the word inner child as an adult, you often think that either you or someone else is working on or healing something. But the inner child in you as far as I'm concerned, and in the work that I teach, is the pilot, it is the captain, it is the master of your journey. Your inner child knows how to guide you, like a GPS system. And it does it through your emotions. I'll give you an example. For me, my inner child loves, 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 loves surprises. One of the things I always wanted as a child was a surprise birthday party when I used to watch TV some of the episodes of my favorite shows, they would have a surprise birthday party. And I really wanted a surprise birthday party. And when I lived in Sedona, a group of my students found out about this and they actually gave me a surprise birthday party. I came out to teach a yoga class and all of a sudden I heard, surprise! And it was like super cool. And so, yeah, many people around me or the people that know me may not be able to give me a surprise every day, but I create surprises in my life. I give myself surprise birthday parties, so to speak, and I do it every day. And so the more you learn about your inner child and it's there, if you meditate, if you meditate at all, you're going to be able to get in touch with your inner child It's screaming at you. And if you have pictures, you can look at your inner child by looking at the child that you were. And it will send you messages. We're in a time right now where I've always said, or I've been saying recently, that the veil is super thin. And that means that we have access to all different kinds of timelines. And so you'll get the answer. But the inner child does not have to always be associated with healing or crisis or trauma. The inner child is a master, and it knows how to take you to where your goodies lie.
0: You believe there's power and vulnerability. Most people don't like being vulnerable. Can you share some of the benefits? I
1: see vulnerability through the lens of openness. Now, you may have to go far down if you look up vulnerability in the dictionary to get to this particular definition. But one of the definitions, and definitely a synonym for vulnerability, is wide openness, wide openness. Now, doesn't that remind you of something? Like, let's think about the ocean wide open ocean. Okay. Let's think about the sky wide open. Let's think about the, the, the flowers and fields and the depths of the water and the ocean and the sea. And don't you, don't you like wide open things? I used to live in Las Vegas. And when I lived there, you would see so many people, I would be going shopping. I didn't really like to gamble, but one of the things that they have is like these massive buffets. Wide open, wide open, the wider open the buffet, the more people they had inside. And so we like to have things that have expansion. So vulnerability gives you expansion. It allows you to be in a space where there's absolutely more possibilities. Now, another way to think of it is the warrior's heart. Okay, so some of the Shaolin monks and some of the warriors from ancient times, they were fearless They were gladiators. And I know some people feel like, oh, that's violent. Why would you use a violent example? But just go with me, girl, okay? There's power in this. (laughs) If you think of the warrior's heart, then you don't have to be afraid of being open. And one of the other things I love about being open is that openness can immediately tell closeness. And that's gonna help you out tremendously in your friendships and your relationships.
0: Does intuition come from the heart or the mind?
1: Oh, sweetheart, that is one of my favorite questions. And I'll tell you why. The heart is a doorway. It is the door to all that is. All our quantum physics, physicists, I love that word, quantum physicists, (laughs) quantum physics itself, okay, has established that There is a center point from which all comes. Everything comes out of this space. And your own heart is that space. You are your own universe. We are the microcosm for the macrocosm of the universe, and your heart is the doorway. Now, does that mean that the intuition lives in the heart? Absolutely, because that's where all the answers are. The heart has the capability to be in the past, the present, and the future all at the same time because it's timeless. Now, if you want to follow your intuition and you're new at it, even if you're not new at it, a lot of times the mind will seem like it's the intuition. And so I'm going to give you a really good way to be able to distinguish, is my mind telling me to do this or is this my intuition, which is coming from the heart? If you get an idea to do something and it's coming from your mind, Nine times out of 10, it's going to also come with a reason. There's going to be some sort of because. And that's because the mind acting like your intuition can't help but to substantiate itself. Whereas if it's really your intuition, which is coming from the heart, there won't be a reason. All you will hear, for example, is turn left. The heart just says, turn left. Because it already knows that something good is waiting there. And yes, sometimes it's telling you to turn left because it's trying to save you. It's trying to save you all sorts of things, complications, all sorts of wasted time. But you'll never get a because. When you get a because or some sort of justification, that's not your intuition. That's your mind.
0: Einstein says the most important question facing humanity is... Is the universe a friendly place? Do you think that's a question for society as a whole or for each individual?
1: I believe it begins with the individual. And when we have enough individuals that believe this is a friendly universe, we will evolve into a much, much more interesting society. We will rise up out of this loop, this loop, this like what they call like a slave loop. We're just doing the same thing decade after decade. Many of you listening know my history, and I would not be here. I would not have achieved the things that I've achieved if I did not believe I was living in a friendly universe. That's first and foremost. I don't look to society first. I don't look to which country I'm in first. I don't look to what neighbors are around me. I don't look at what the the rules say can't be done. I look to the universe. You know, the older people in the, in the South and church used to say, I look to the hills from whence my help cometh from. and So I look high and then I decide. And that's what I encourage the people that I work with. And I'm definitely encouraging you. Life wants to support us. It wants to support us all. People may not always want to support you, but life always does. And I say this to myself and I'm saying it to you. And I will say it every single day.
0: In your classes and with your clients, you encourage them to see their life as a movie. Please explain why.
1: First of all, when you see your life as a movie and you start to live like that every day, it makes life so much more delicious girls and boys. (laughs) It makes it so much more juicy and yummy. I say it all the time, okay? See, what happens is that's what nature does. So you start to mimic nature. And when you're living like nature, things become a lot more smooth. Now, yes, we have volcanoes, but that could be kind of cool, too, depending on where you are and what you're doing when you're having a volcano. But yes, if you ever see a a sunset, for example, if you actually watch the sunset in California and any place where they have a beach. But I did this one. I used to live in California. Yes. And this thing has lived a lot of different places. Girl, I've lived all around the world, but they have like what is called the green dot. And if you watch the sun set down into the Pacific Ocean, it's actually a point where it's like a green little dot, you know, and I think that's nature kind of winking at us. So I believe nature is operating like she's in a movie. And when I live that way, it feels much more majestic and and fabulous. And yes, we're human. So there's going to be ups and downs, but you're the director. So you get to have a lot more control over those ups and downs. If you do like directors do, which brings me to my second point about this is you create an aim. So when I'm working with people, I help them create an aim for their life. Sometimes they have an aim for the month, an aim for the year. And sometimes they have an aim that goes even further out. So you have an aim. If you're a famous director, you have an aim for your movie. You can watch documentaries about famous directors to see it. And and that's how they make it from the beginning, the script, all the way through. Most of the time, or some of the times, depending on which director it is, makes it all the way through to the Academy Award. And so the second reason for why I think it's a really good idea to see your, your life as a movie for today, I have lots of other reasons, is because you get to live your life based on an aim. The third reason is because you're the protagonist, so you get to decide what character you wanna be. You know, this used to drive people crazy throughout the beginning or the early parts of my life, but they're like, why don't you stick to one thing? And at my core, I am sticking to one thing. I'm an energy being who has a lot of spiritual gifts and I believe in freedom and magic, so that's the common thread. But I've done a lot of different things and I've lived in a lot of different places, and so you get to decide what character you want to be. One of the things I like about Gen Zs and millennials, some of them, the younger ones especially, is that they just decided, hey, I want to be pink. I want to have these size ears. I want Guys are saying, hey, I want to wear a dress. They're deciding what kind of character they want to be. They have completely rejected that they need to wear a suit and a tie or they need to have long pantyhose and stockings and you know, look like this when they go to a certain place, they've just said, no, we're not doing that anymore. And so they're on that character vibe. So you get to decide what kind of character you want to be. And you know the best part about choosing what kind of character you want to be? I'm leaning in onto the microphone right now (laughs) as if you can see me. I'm being a really serious teacher character right now. (laughs) You know, the best part is that this shows you, it gives you proof that you are an energy being. If you wanna test if you're an energy being, I highly encourage that you decide to actually operate like a specific character and watch how the universe matches you. Hmm. Oh well, that sounds like, it sounds like it's gonna blow your mind. (laughs) It sounds like it's story time. The night sky covered it, but I knew it was there clouds at night. I didn't care. I decided yesterday that I was going, and that meant going all the way in. Roberto emptied it, and the universe spared me the rain. So yep, I was going, and I was going all the way. My condo was sparkling with next-level vibes. The self-portrait delivery had been successfully made. They each arrived in big, unapologetic frames. But no need to throw a party. Not everything is for everyone to see. But back to the rooftop and those shading nighttime clouds. Looking through my sliding doors, I said, Oh, come on now, y'all. I'm ready to get in. Y'all clouds need to move. You see, it was a super special night, and from the plunge pool, I wanted to connect with this big full moon. But no clouds, no move, sky still blurry. Cosmic reiki music was swirling from my speakers. Where, oh, where out thou, strawberry full moon? Is seeing something? The only way to know it's there. Back to the story. Like when a friend is running 15 minutes late, I watered the plants to give the moon a little bit more time. But moon no show yet. Okay, so I guess I'll just move to wardrobe. Should I plunge new or pick a bikini? I went for the bikini. Because I knew it would buy me some time to greet this big, full moon. Tropical became my choice because I liked the coral, pink, and turquoise splashed upon the yellow. But before putting it on, I bowed to what I envisioned to be the swimsuit god. You see, ten years ago, I was in an upscale department store in Las Vegas, pacing back and forth in front of a mirror. Contemplating getting the six-inch platform thigh-high boots, a well-dressed woman in her lateish 70s walked over and whispered to me, Get them. I did. And I will never forget the wisdom of those two words and how it impressed upon me. Some wisdom from a woman who didn't even have to speak to me. What she was saying was this. We girls should rock what we can rock while there's still time on the clock. That's why I put these bikinis on. Speaking of time, what happened with the clouds? Clouds no move, clouds stubborn. But is seeing something the only way to know that it's there? It never occurred to me that my time with the strawberry moon would arrive in a midnight blue sky. And although I couldn't see its bigness, I know it saw my grateful tears. It took me a long, long time to get here. Things may not look like what you expected. That's the moral of this story. But if you're willing to go all in, you might just plunge into some un expected magic.